Greetings, patron. Or possibly plural, maybe. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Hoping. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of... Well, God, that's going to sound awful because I'm going to use edition twice. Cracker Classics 80s edition. Another installment. Installment. That's much better. Because we're doing this in installments. <laughs> make payments. <laughs> Speaking uh, of payments, we decided to do a war movie done from the 80s. Woo! Peak Oliver Stone. Uh-huh. I've never actually seen it. I'm excited. I haven't either. Um... It's, yeah, it's supposed to be one of the best war movies out there, so. Oh, good. We're watching Platoon. Yay! Young Johnny Depp, young... Johnny Depp's in this, Charlie too? Charlie Sheen. Yeah, he's got, like, a bit part. I know Willem Dafoe's in it. Yeah, he's in it. Uh, no Charlie though? Sheen, huh? Is Willem Dafoe ever no. young? <laughs> no, he was hatched at the ripe old age of 55, so... <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, I forget who else is in here. A lot of people. Yeah. It's it's a pretty ensemble cast. But it is Oliver Stone. Peak maudlin trying to process my trauma, Oliver Stone. Yep. So I'm very much looking forward to it. I mm -hmm. love this kind of shit. This is the start of <laughs> us trying to deal with our shit, I think. Yeah. We started to do it in the 80s. Uh, yeah, between cocaine binges. Yeah, I'm not saying it was good, it's just that was the foundation Yeah, where we got started. Yeah. And of course Vietnam was a big trauma. Huge. So, yeah. Vietnam was really fucked up. Sorry, this it might not be a happy things. episode. You're not paying oh, for joy here. Probably not. <laughs> we will try to include laughs wherever possible because we like to be... Happy, joyful people. Try to take this in a lighthearted vein, because it is the movies. Might be based on real life, but still have that detachment from reality, please. I hope so. Yeah. Reality bites. Wait, that's 90s. Yeah, can't do that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> At least not until we get more patrons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a younger audience. And we can add sure. a, we can add a 90s edition onto a higher tier or something. Look at you and your marketing. <laughs> Not trying to market, just trying to pay the bills. <laughs> You're better, doing better than me. Uh, marketing. Gross. Anyway. If I knew anything about marketing, we would have never watched The Ghost and Mr. Chicken. <laughs> Absolutely fair. <laughs> There are several movies that we've done that we never would have watched if we had any interest in marketing. Yeah, if we wanted to make a profit, we would not have done certain movies. Absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I certainly hope that profit is never a motivator for this podcast. No, I, I don't intend enjoy it, to it way too much no. to try to think about making it make money. Right. If it makes money, sweet. Otherwise, probably won't. Uh, yeah, no. Hopefully we have fun with this. I yep. Don't, I, I don't know. Let's watch the movie. Let's go get depressed and Yay! come back for intermission impressions. Hooray depression! Try to process. <laughs> That's a cheese dick. Uh, these guys? Sort of answers my question, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect an answer. I didn't... You're going to be like Kidney Foot, where I'm just like, I don't know, it's some insult you shout.
because it sounded good. Well, I do know that dick cheese comes from not cleaning your dick properly. Well, yes. So yes. I'd imagine cheese dicks is dudes who don't clean their dick properly. But how are they going to know that without admitting to certain things that it's okay to admit to? But this is the but 60s not in, in Vietnam. Society. It wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, this is. Um, this sucks. It's a very good movie, but it but sucks. sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought we'd start out with the one lighthearted thing I had about this first half. Yeah. It very early. Yeah. That's all I got, pretty much. I do want an album of Keith David sings, though. <laughs> After his rendition of Old Susanna, of O Susanna. It wasn't bad. Like, yeah. I. Fuck, I want to hear that man sing more. I've always, I've always loved his voice, but I didn't. I don't know why it never crossed my mind that he could sing, but uh, <laughs> it's like Johnny Cash with a crooner twang. Fucking gorgeous. Yeah, like Johnny Cash kind of moved into the big city. Yeah. And spent a few years there. Oh. I forgot his roots a little bit. Really good. Yeah. Really good. I want to hear him sing more. <laughs> There's my lighthearted thing. Hey, <laughs> Now we got that stuff out of the way. Shall we get into we it? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't feel like I understand the why. I'm leaving that sort of vague. Because <sighs> how we got into going into the village seems kind of vague to me. Uh, maybe I've missed something, but they're on the mountain and they find the camp of bunkers. They find the bunkers, yeah. The bunkers have clearly been vacated recently. Yes. And the village is the nearest place for them to run. Mm-hmm. That's how we got to the village. Gotcha. The idea was that they would have still... That's where they would have yes. gone and they would have just gone there. Yep. So now they are there now. Okay. Yes. And the booby trapping and the all of that just basically set them off. Not that we're trying to justify what they did in the village, because there is no justification for what they did in the village. But they think there is. Uh, irrationally, yes. I'm not in arguing the, that it's... In the heat of that moment... That's that's where they're coming from. But not, not all saying of them. They're cr- oh, God, no. But see, that led to a big schism in, yep. in the unit and everything. And yep. Which, good. I mean, it could have just been an en masse, everyone... Blanket carpet bombing set everything on fire. But no, a few guys had some conscience to this. Perhaps to Charlie Sheen for stopping her ape. Yeah. A. How much had gone on before he got there, though. It's... Ugh. Uh, It's so gross. So gross. Yeah, I knew we wouldn't uh, feel good. Halfway through this movie, I mean, this is Vietnam. I don't, I don't think we're gonna feel good at the end of this either. No, I doubt it. Um, yeah. I feel like we will have people survive, but uh, what they had to do to survive, we're not gonna feel good about it. No, because that's war, and that's what happens. War is gross, mm-hmm. especially Ugh. these days. It used to have a sort of glorification to it. You know, you'd dress up, you'd have your colors, you'd get in formation, it would be all nice, prim, and proper. But nowadays, we just go apeshit and 
blow the shit out of each other. Well, it's like with anything, the more it becomes about winning, the more disgusting it gets. Yeah. Yeah, I still see no justification for what they did in the village. Nope. It may have been irrational and reactionary. That doesn't make it okay. Nope. It, um, yeah. I, I don't have any defense for you kids. Bunny's a disgusting motherfucker. Yeah. Sadistic prick. He should have gone over and then smoked some of that weed. Chilled him out. Yeah. That was a fun dichotomy, though. You had the one building, everyone yeah. smoking up and listening to good music and just really just enjoying each other's company in a slightly yeah. homoerotic way. And then you got all the not-so-fun guys sitting, drinking, and playing poker and talking about how great they are when they're not. Yeah. One of them being Junior. The one who did fall asleep on his watch. Yep. And... Oh, what the fuck is his name in the movie? Tom Berenger. Barnes. Barnes. The, the very scurry yeah. dude. Almost blew the little girl's head off. To and Willem Dafoe was like, what the fuck are you doing? The fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. If only had shown up before he'd shot his, her mother. Yep. And why did he shoot her? Fuck. She wouldn't shut up? Pretty I much, guess yeah. was his only Pretty much. reason for... Yeah. I thought I knew who the problems in the platoon were before we got to the village, but now it doesn't matter. Um, I just thought it was O'Neill and Junior. John McGinley and the guy who fell asleep on his watch. I think John McGinley is less of a problem than we think he is. Yeah, I'm realizing that. I think he's... I mean, he's John McGinley, so he's a cynical fuck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's a lot of toxic talk. Yeah, but legit. I think, yeah. I think he's legit, and I don't think, like, he's got his bluster, but I don't think it's just bluster. I mm-hmm. think there's substance behind it. There's <clears throat> method to his madness, for lack of a better mm-hmm. thing. Um, he's not just a psycho asshole right. like Bunny and Barnes. <laughs> yeah, I figured he was all talk, and when it came down to do the right thing he was gonna punk out no he's he has a lot of talk but you're right there's substance there he's there is some goodness under the i don't know that it's necessarily goodness i don't know that i'm willing to go that far i don't know that i'm willing to go that far but i am willing i'm definitely going to say that he's more reasonable Mm. okay I'll still say he's got more goodness than Bunny and Barnes, though. Well, reason leads to goodness, mm-hmm. ultimately. Knowing may when t- to stop. May take a bullshit con- convoluted path to get there, right. but I still strongly believe that it leads there. Right. I really hope I'm not proved wrong, but, you know... Rube Goldberg! Oh, yeah. yeah it's exactly. like our exit strategy in Vietnam. Oh, Rube Goldberg! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to really say here. A lot of this is a, a trying to process shock thing. Yep. The music, though, it's that that's getting to me. Yeah. I. Why <laughs> choose this classical music of a tragic 
I, I, I think it's excellent mood setting. Uh, it's I, I find it highly appropriate. It's almost, it takes too much of the humanity out of it for me. Like, it's, everything's a funeral dirge. But not everything is. I, I've been finding it highly appropriate to the, to the, yeah. Okay. Maybe it's just too visceral of a thing and I'm not willing to process it at this time. Quite possibly. Yeah. That, that, that's what I'd say about it. Maybe because it's just the same song over and over again. It could be. It just doesn't fully fit for me. Like, I understand the mood that we're trying to set here, but I don't know. See, and I feel it's done a fantastic job of doing uh, that. We can disagree on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not able to fully uh, flesh out my my opinion on it anyways at this point, so... That's kind of a subjective matter anyway. So. Yes, I, I will sit in the the awkward feeling it gives me. I'm not saying it doesn't give me an awkward feeling, but I do believe that that awkward feeling is appropriate to the subject. Yeah. In the portrayal. Deeper, maybe, or... Because awkward's not enough. No. But there's definitely an awkward aspect to what it's doing. It's it's unsettling. Unsettling is more appropriate word there. um, Discordant is close. Not quite right. It, what I'm trying to say is it feels a bit off, and I think it does so intentionally to cause you to be unsettled. To rattle you to, for yeah, what the hell's going on. exactly. So apparently what you're seeing is not enough to rattle you. Uh, there's a reason, yeah. I don't know. Free your mind and your ass will follow. <laughs> okay, I guess I had one other lighthearted thing from this episode. <laughs> I did like that line. That I don't remember the context line. of it, but I like it. Free your mind, and your ass will follow. Uh, it was uh, about the dude, um, what's his name, the black guy, that was not partaking in the weed. Junior. And he fell asleep on his, okay. his shift. Was that Junior? Okay. He, and he wanted the Motown jams, and if he had yeah, gone over yeah. to the other place, he yeah. would have gotten the Motown. Yeah, but he didn't believe in smoking weed because free your mind and your ass will follow that's what it was yeah yeah that does remind me of another thing though uh, i did notice that uh, all the black guys smoke cools while the white guys smoke marlboros yeah cools or menthols don't know how so, i feel about that yeah but i'm white so there's probably no particular way i should feel about that aside from noticing it yeah Though I would totally believe it if uh, the army literally supplied it that way. Yeah. I would not be shocked. It would not surprise me. Oh, you're black, you get the menthols. Yep. Here, here's the reds for you, white boys. Yep. Don't smoke menthols. Ugh. As a cigarette smoker. They're so tasty. No, they're not. They're ugh. Well, the good ones are. A lot of them are. There are some very fancy good minty ones yes I, i've had those but they're expensive and you shouldn't be paying that much for something that'll kill you i say this as someone who's paying eight dollars a pack these days you should shut up now <laughs> huge hypocrite. Uh, yeah uh, should we finish yeah so we can fully process yeah so we get through oliver stone's trauma here and 
So far, I'm agreeing with the Academy. This is a damn fine movie. It is very, very well done. And, yeah. It just does not leave a... No, it's not good. Not that we expected it to. I mean, it's very yeah. not comfortable, which is intentional, for mm-hmm. sure. But we'll see if they ruin that in the second half. Maybe we do have a feel-good ending at the end. Oh, God, I hope go not. Shit. I really hope not. I doubt it. It's <laughs> Oliver Stone. He doesn't know how to be happy. Uh, Disagree. But that's all right. I won't get into that okay. right now. <laughs> we'll, we'll that, wait for it, it. It, it, it's an opinion I hold on other of his works that is not widely shared. <laughs> oh, we'll save it for the second half. Perhaps. Okay. Perhaps. We'll be back. We should probably rehash that Oscar talk we just had. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, Tom Berenger should have won the fucking Oscar. Yes, for that he movie. should have. Oh my god! That was he played a good sob. I damn. That was probably the best Tom Berenger I've ever seen. Oh, bar none. Yeah, like, that easily. And he's fucking phenomenal. But oh my god! Really, it was his war. At one point, he said that this is my war. Yeah, of course it is. This is all for you. Yes, sir. Mm. At least it took best picture. But yeah, this fuck. is very, very good. Very, um, oh. very scorched earth. You're left with nothing except the drama, basically. Um, honestly, I wasn't sure if Charlie Sheen was going to live at the end or not. Kind of figured he had to, Hollywood and whatnot. Well, yeah. But he just as well could have, no one could have made it out of that. Yeah. I love that John C. McGinley died, or didn't die, and then was hit right back in. Hey, you good? All right, go back in there. <laughs> yep. That's what you get for hiding in the foxhole and not getting injured. Yeah. Which, there's some weirdness to who's injured and who's hiding out and who comes like, out unscathed. Like what? What do you mean? Pretty much all of the black guys are portrayed rather cowardly. They're talking their way out. Yeah. They're injuring themselves to get taken away. Yep. They're, and none of them are the hero. No. You know, none of them does the Charlie Sheen of running out of the foxhole and going batshit. Fucking scorched earth crazy yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, that's saying that that's hero, but in Vietnam that was the the thing you did. You went yeah, out and that's what... Blaze of glory whatnot. Yeah. Was all the pretty white guys doing that? Yeah. They were the heroes. The black guys just talked about how the, the system's rigged against them and blah, 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 blah. Which, I mean, it is. Not trying to down, downplay that, but just the way they're depicted in here is noticeable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There were some good lines in the <laughs> second part. Uh, keep your pecker hard and your powder dry, the world will turn. Yes. Not going to claim to understand what that means, but uh, yeah. it's interesting enough to write it Be down. ready to fucking fight, because the world will continue. Yeah. That's how I interpreted it. It's a good way to... Yeah. I just don't know what powder I'm supposed to keep dry is my main thing. I don't do coke, so I don't need to keep that dry. Well, it's an old phrase referencing your gunpowder. Oh, duh. When you, yeah, yeah, that's why I said, <laughs> I sit here be ready to fuck or fight. for a second, I'll actually understand them. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
There was a better line note of uh, a Christian don't go around a village cutting off heads and shit. Mm, generally not. You sure about that? History's taught me otherwise. An actual Christian. A good Christian? Not. I don't know how to. Yeah, see, that's a loaded topic there. Well, we're getting into Christians versus followers of Christ. Well, yeah, you got a point there. Because those who actually follow Christ, no, they would not be running around villages cutting heads off. Christians? Maybe, depending on the type. If it served them correctly, yes. I, I still say a good Christian doesn't go around a village cutting off heads. Depending on the type. Just because you say you're good doesn't mean you're Just good. say you're good or not. Barnes thought he was good. The, make him good. The Crusades were led and fought by, quote, good Christians. It didn't say the Crusades were good either. I'm just saying <laughs> they claimed to be, and in many cases were considered to be, good Christians. Depending on who you are. They in weren't. The West, in the Western world, but... yes, the Crusades were good. <laughs> they weren't, but... Yeah. Considered to be, yes. It, uh, yeah. Yeah, squicky. Yep. I still say... This isn't that podcast, so... No, <laughs> but I'll just say one thing. It's a commandment. Cut off a head, that's killing. Commandment, bad. No. Well, oh. technically, the commandment Loose interpretation is, of... Thou shalt not murder. Murder... Depends on in, translation. ...involving yeah. within the community... Like, that was the point of it. Don't kill people in your community. Go to war and kill all the motherfuckers you want. True. Just look at everything around the Ten Commandments in the Bible there. <laughs> um, yeah. I do like at the end how he talks about, you know, the enemy was kind of inside us. We were fighting ourselves. It's very, very true. The military justice is an oxymoron. Well, yeah. In case you didn't know that. It's hard to find justice in war. It's hard to justify it, and it's hard to get justice once there is war. Yeah. <sighs> I got nothing lighthearted. <laughs> I should hope not, honestly. Um, the only bit of lightheartedness I had was rooting for Willem Dafoe to not die. He runs out yeah, of the jungle, God. and the the Viet Cong are coming after him. And I'm going, come on, make it! You gotta survive to rat out Tom Berenger. But that's not how it works. But that's not the movie we were watching. No, no. That definitely had to go a more squicky route. Of, I told you he was dead. Oh look, there he goes. Yeah, I saw it in his eyes. Yep. Which adds a whole level of bullshit where Barnes is concerned. Yeah. Like, who are you fighting? Well, that's just it. He doesn't care. Despite that speech he gave in the the, the marijuana room about... Yeah. He he went out of line. He didn't... He was one of those men who didn't do what they were told. Yeah. That's what it was. And if you don't do what you're told, the whole system breaks down Mm -hmm. and... But he well, didn't... if that's the system, it needs to fucking break. Kinda, yes. But he also wasn't doing what he was told. He totally killed one of his own. Yeah. Pretty sure you're told not to do that. You're also told not to kill civilians. Yes, she had also done. Yeah. No, he had a lot of bullshit justification for the shit he pulled, but in the end, he was in it for one person, and... 
That's Barnes. Yeah, but that was the whole war. We just hadn't made justifications for all that stuff. None of it we should have tried to justify. Yeah. Excuses. Gross. Sorry, I'm all ichy because we've seen this very visceral war movie of a recent war. You know, this isn't Joan of Arc. No. Which is a war movie, by the way. That's fair. It's just not as uh, exciting a war movie as we are used to. Uh, I wouldn't call this exciting. Action-packed. Again, not the term I'd use. There's a lot of action in it. There is. Not the thrills action like today's Uh, movies. Yeah. It's just war. War as hell. Mm -hmm. And this movie does a very good job of just laying all that out. Yep. Just war as hell. That's it. Done. Yep. Well, a little R&R. Add the human aspect so you can like these people who you're sending to your to their death. Yeah. Of course, we don't like all of them. Because we got to see their human side. And some of them are garbage. <laughs> Still didn't want them to die in a horrific war, though. Speak for yourself. Mm. There's few people in this <laughs> world that I would wish that upon. Mainly the ones who are going to benefit the most from sending everyone out to the war. You go. You on it, you do it. This is capitalism. You're rich. That means you've got the bigger bootstraps that you can pull yourself up by. You've got better work ethic than the rest of us. You won't be so successful So you're the kind of person it. we need in war. Exactly. You go do it. <laughs> you should make this case next time they just want to send us back to Afghanistan. Yeah. You go... Why? You're the successful guy. You go in. You, yeah, win. clearly. We, we need you to, to go so Stop that we can Stop sending win. us. We'll be there another 20 years. You go. Yeah. You'll take care of it since, in two weeks. Since clearly you, you, you keep telling us that we're not putting in enough effort. We're not the people that should be earning millions of dollars mm-hmm. because we don't have the necessary work ethic. Well, then you get your ass on the ground, fucking fight these goddamn wars, because clearly... You're of the quality of person we need to be doing that. Mm-hmm. I'll work on that speech now. We'll be ready in a few years <laughs> when they... When we get into another fucking bullshit war. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's coming. We just pulled out of one. Now we're going to... We got to get into work towards the next yeah, one. because otherwise our military contractors will lose money. They're that, already bitching about that. Can't that can't happen. Yeah, we can't, we can't allow that. Uh, yes, war is profitable. That's why it still keeps happening. I'm part of it. Meaning hell is profitable, right? Uh, yep. Law of syllogism. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Highly recommend this, by the way. Oh, God, yes. This it's, movie's um, amazing. It's intense, and it's going to uh, make you feel things that... Uh, make sure you're ready to feel yep. those things. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not going to have a good time, because it's definitely very unnerving. Yeah. It definitely evokes visceral reaction mm-hmm. and promotes reflection on things you might not want to reflect on. Mm-hmm. But it is a great public service announcement against war. <sighs> Watch the smoothie and you go, fuck, I don't want to do that. Though it also, I don't want to say justifies, but provides, I don't know, something... 
that comes out of war. Something comes out of war? Besides well, yeah, trauma the way and injury and... The whole thing at the end, Charlie Sheen's thing about... Oh, coming back uh, with... Coming back and teaching building and yeah, teaching, teaching the future you know. yeah and when he says that does he mean going back home to the states and rebuilding i don't know or rebuilding what you just fucking blew up there in vietnam i don't know mm. that requires more reflection yes it does uh, this is a very depressing episode yep sorry not sorry Sorry, not sorry. We've got to have these discussions, folks. And we decided to wait for the 80s. we got to watch these movies. Because war movies in our classic times, they tend to be a little too glorified of... I don't know, Bridge on the River Kwai, yeah. There is Bridge on the River Kwai. That's a nice exception. But that was British. It's not showing American exceptionalism. That's true. We could go back and watch Green Berets. There is Green Berets. They haven't done Apocalypse Now either, though. Ooh. It's actual hell. Yeah. But lightheartedness. Marlon Brando. Is that lighthearted? It's about as lighthearted as any war movie can get, not counting Full Metal Jacket. Oh, Vincent (laughs) D'Onofrio. Anyway, I still haven't seen the last half of that. You've never seen the last half of Full Metal Jacket? Nope. Oh, that's fascinating. stopped after Basic. (laughs) okay that's amazing yeah i saw the trees i was like i don't give a shit anymore i stopped watching so i don't know i don't know why but yeah yeah it's um okay so we'll we'll have to do that at some point yes definitely all right right, we're at um we we, we don't need to go right back to war too soon no Please, dear But we're God. doing the thing where we're diverging into things of the... Other the things, yes. Platoon. Tangents. We watched Platoon. Yes. The movie Platoon was about a platoon that platooned? Yeah, basically. Patton was not in the platoon, though. No. Stop tangenting. As a kid, I used to confuse those two <laughs> movies, having not seen either of them. They had similar names. Fair. Now I understand there's a very big difference between Huge the two. Huge fucking difference. Different wars. Different wars, very different message. Still has a son of a bitch in each of them. Phenomenal though. fucking acting in both. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you, folks, for uh, Thank you. joining us on this I'm done. treacherous journey. I don't know about you. I'm going to shut up. I'm now. fucking done. You're in control of the stop button. We love you. (laughs) Thank you, folks. We'll see you next time. Bye.